We would like to greet everybody on this morning, the day of the Lord. It's a time where we can hear someone speak to us. It's not the only time when he speaks to us. He also speaks to us in our private times if we read the Bible. Or when we spend time in prayer. But there is something when two or three are gathered in his name together to worship him and to have fellowship with him. And this morning when I got up, I thought by myself, what a privilege. Paul says, our fight, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in the air. Christ conquered those principalities and powers. They can't do anything that's hidden from him. But he's not just the God that knows those powers and can guide us in this life. He's also a father that gives to you and me our daily bread. Our daily physical bread. He's a God that's in charge of governments. He controlled even the powerful and mighty Roman Empire. To arrange the time of the birth of his son. What a privilege, dear friends. Now may we have an ear to hear this morning what he wants to tell us. Dear friends, listen carefully. It's a matter of life and death for you and me. He he may give you and me critical information this morning for us to survive the coming week. 
But before we turn to God's word, the choir is still going to sing. And then there is an announcement. You see, I've got this little power piper here, which is an announcement. This is to help me that I don't use or say the wrong names. It's an announcement of a coming engagement. And I'm not going to announce the date of the engagement, just the fact that two people are going to get engaged. The date of the engagement will let you know later. And that is an engagement between Samuel Ludwig and Emma Retief. No, Emma Retief. Let us pray together. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful privilege of all privileges. That we can sit at at your feet. And we pray, Lord, whatever is on your heart, that you will feel free to share that with us. Be merciful to us, Lord. We need your presence. We need your guidance. We are poor and blind without that. And we pray, Lord, that you would continue and use this day to the glory and honor of your name. Bless the message in song. And please bless the reading of your word. And we ask this in the name of Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. So I think without any further ado, it's the choir will come forward and sing, and after that, God's servant will bring us his word.
going to sing two songs for you. The first one is in English, and the second one um, is in Zulu, and it says, Young women, young men, it is this thing, it is the Bible, it is the book, this book that has taken us out of the evil of our sin and brought us into a new life, a life filled with joy. Fathers and mothers, it is only through this word of God that we were able to come out of our sin. Kwa hizo gula magula be mabilige, elo kala ngele singisi, bese siyagwe le sizulu, ele singisi likulma ngomsindiswetu, omkulu, msindiswetu, muhle, msindiswetu, busisegile, inkosi ya makosi, ujesu krestu, owazi utasiza, slegelele, ngasosonke iskati, ujesu krestu, unamanda, ujesu krestu, uyasiza, uyasindisa, ngakoge siya mbabaza, subabazi kamalake, uti ujesu krestu, yena, o inkosi, ngasosonke iskati, uteli eseduze wetu, ingako simbabaza, stula ikka, ama Elisha simbabaza unkulunkulu ukuthi nguye omkhulu kunezinto zonke bese sigcina ke ngelesizulu Bye, Ben. 
Thank you very much to the choir. We thank the Lord for everything that He is doing, especially in this time. I don't think you have an idea of how God is at work. We grabs the strongholds of the evil one and he shakes it to the core. It's wonderful when young people also have decided to walk the way of holiness. You know, it took my mind back many, many years ago. When I was 16, you know, young people, don't waste an opportunity and don't waste your time. You know, 16 and also before I prayed and I sought God's face. I wanted to know what God wants of me. And that wasn't the only time he spoke. Because many people, they only hear God at certain times of their life when they want to hear him. Yeah. I hope you understand. But that time I sought and I prayed and I remember where I was speaking to the Lord and asking God what do you want me to do in my life? And that's an important time in your life. If I may say that's the most important time Seeking God's guidance for your life. And when God spoke to me in a way I least expected it, up to today, it's like new every time I think of it. And when you think that God takes time to speak to you who are nothing, unworthy, it brings you down that you hang your head and just want to cry that God takes notice of a person. 
Umutabangu kutunkulu nkulu uyatatisikati saku kutakulu menawe wenunge iluto nje mtambui bugela panti kukwenzu tobe. Uzbonu kutunkulu nkulu engatu unenjongo gimpilo yako. What the choir is saying is so important for our lives. The book, his book, that leads and guides us. Loko bektulu ayikwaya kubaluleke kakhulu empilweni zethu ibhayibheli incwadi kaNkulunkulu esizayo esiholayo esiqondisa endleleni So this morning I'd like to read out of 2 Kings uh, uh, 2 Kings chapter 23, 23 from verse 1 Namhlanje You know when I read it is something that struck me. Because often we are in life, we make a commitment, but not a total commitment, a break with the past. But I thought this morning, let us look at Josiah, who became king when he was eight years old. If God wants to do something, then do it with all your heart. Don't be taken aback And that you may be discouraged by what people say. You know, when I came to the mission, I had a time often that we would drive around on the farm with the reverend. And I say that often, I had the privilege, maybe you didn't use yours, I don't know, but I used mine. And one day I said to him, Sir, Reverend, you know what? When I do things and I'm busy doing things, this person comes, that person comes with advice, and that person has an idea. And you're, you're now in between. You know what you do, but these people come with their different ideas and their different plans. And you know what he answered to me? Is Dietmar, let the birds sing. Let the crows croak, whatever you call it. Just let them. Each bird's a bird for himself. You keep to what God wants you to do. Why said Sigimi Malume Vumela is in your Nizikule, Utetela Makwababa, Nomamankana Bangum Sindo, when I end a locunculunculak begile guati way? Especially when you want to walk this way. Igakulumawimi Selukambangalen. Somehow it seems to come from places and from people you least expected it. Stay true to what God has called you to. 
Let's pray. Lord, here's your word that was written many, many, many years ago. But it's relevant to us today, Lord. And so we pray that you would bless it. It's spoken in human weakness and frailty. But through your Holy Spirit, breathe life and strength into it. Lord Jesus, this we ask for your namesake. Amen. Amen. King Josiah sent and gathered to him all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. The king went up to the house of the Lord and with him all the men of Judah, all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests, the prophets, and all the people, both small and great. And he read in their ears all the words of the book of the covenant which was found in the Lord's house. Verse 3, the king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord, to keep his commandments, his testimonies, his statues with all his heart and soul to confirm the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people stood to join in the covenant. Inkosi yema ngasentigeni, yenzi zvumelwa no pambu Jehovah, ugumlandelu Jehovah no kinimialo yake, no farazbake, nezmiso zake, gentlizi yoyonke, nangom pefmulo wake, wonke, ugukinisa amazu, alesis vumelwano, alochwe gulengwati, bonka bantu, basi vuma is Verse 4, and the king commanded Hilkiah, the high priest, and the priests of the second rank, and the keepers of the threshold, to bring out out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels made for Baal Asherah and for, and for all the hosts of the heavens. And he burnt them outside Jerusalem in the fields of Kedron and carried the ashes to Bethel. Inkosi ya isi alu hiliki yu mpristo mkulu na ba pristi beskava sesbili na bali ndi mnyango ukukipa e tempeli niliga Jehova zonki zinto eza zenzelwe opali no ashera neba ndalonke la sezuluini ya zishisa ngapande we Jerusalema emasimini ase kidroni ya isa umlota wazo epetele. My theme for today would be the purification of the temple and let me put it straight from the beginning, we, we are God's temple. It was a difficult time for, for Judah and Jerusalem in that time. There had been many kings, evil kings, very evil kings, which had brought Israel, or Jerusalem, into sin. Everyone 
if a nation, listen, if a nation doesn't bow and adhere to God's rules, there are consequences. And the leaders of such nations, of all nations, bear a great responsibility towards God. And so, God couldn't overlook and ignore the sin of his people anymore. God does not draw close or close an eye to any evil, any sin. But he reacts towards it. Sorry, brethren, would you please help those little children who are walking up and down there? They may be pleased to sit quietly. So please let the parents take care of their child. As Baba Mfundisi taught us that you must pay attention to your children, make sure that they sit next to you so you will see everything that is happening. So let us try to do that. Even maybe you won't do it today, but next time, Try to keep that, even if a child is old, but make sure that you let the child and sit And friends, you. you know what? Often, often, we overlook these simple things we are taught, and then we wonder, why doesn't it work? Why doesn't it work? Yeah. And then God said, I will wipe Jerusalem off like you wipe and clean a plate. And I will turn it upside down. What must it be for the living God to do such a thing to his people? I don't think it is easy, but you get to a point where he says, I can't, but need to deal with this. 
wakubufunguka ngakanani kuNkulunkulu ophila ukuthi enze lesisenzo kubantu bakhe nengicabango ukuthi akusiyona into elula kodwa uyafinyelela esigabeni lapho ebona ukuthi sekumele manje nzokuthize athatha isinyathelo and so it happened after king josiah had died later the king of babylon uh, of babylon nebuchadnezzar came and it destroyed jerusalem totally and then the children of israel had to go into exile kwenzeka ke mveni kokuba inkosi ujosisi isikhotheme ukuthi sikufika inkosi yasebhabheli nebukadnesari aqithi ijerusalema ebesethatha abantu basejerusalem wabathumba wabayisezweni lasebhabheli but here was a man a child so to say who turned and totally went against the grain of things nayo ke insizwe yayisencane yaba inkosi eyaphambana nazo zonke izinto yaguqula zonke izinto young people that's why i started with you this morning bantu abasha yingakho ngicale ngani namhlanje you're not too young you're not too small to be able to make a difference for our lord have you ever knelt down really have you ever prayed and said lord what do you want me to do what is your plan for my life not only when you want to get engaged or you feel you got it engaged or get married it's so uh, another part but concerning the calling of your life what is important for you angeni ngitshele abantu abasha senikena aguqa ngamadolo nakhuleke enkosini ukuthi inkosi ikuphi ongihlelele kona ikuphi onakho ngempilo yami hayi maqondana nokuthembisa nje nokushada kuphela kodwa maqondana nomsebenzi kaNkulunkulu nalokha kubekele khona and so Josiah started to make right and rebuild and restore which was wrong Uchosiya wayiseqala elungisa izinto wakha lokho kwakubidlikile wabuyisela lokho kwasekususini And where did it start like the choir sang this morning it says then Shephan the scribe told the king who king Hukia the priest has given me a book and Shephan read it before the king and when the king heard the words of the book of the law he rent his clothes njengalokhi kwaya ke iculile lokho kwaqala ngalesikhathu umprofethi etholi incwade ethempelini umifundwa lencwadi phambi kwenkosi inkosi yahlabeka enhlizweni yayo ayisiqonda ukuthi lencwadi kumele ifundwe kuyisizwe sonke that was part of the turning point of Josiah when that book was found and it was read lapho ke kwaguquka impilo yenkosi ujosiya ngesikhathi sikufundwa lencwadi nangalesikhathi lencwadi itholakala ethempelini and that was a turning point so to say in his life mangabeka ngaleyo ndlela lapho kwaqala khona izinto ezintsha empilweni yenkosi ujosiya you want to get somewhere you want to achieve something then restart where god starts in his book read that book take it serious we are funa yini ukufinyelela esigabeni esithize empilweni uyafisa yini ukuthi uhlomula ukuthize ngempilo qale eqaleni la uNkulunkulu afuna uqale khona funda incwadi kaNkulunkulu uthola ukuthi kuphi akubekele khona 
and he took the word seriously has God spoken to you in this past week? Has God been able to touch your heart? When Josiah heard these words, he rent his clothes. He humbled himself before the Lord. He taught action concerning that which God had said. And it wasn't just for them. It took time for him to do what he had to do. Because through his word, through his preaching, God works through his Holy Spirit in our lives. I'm going to repeat. Do you take time to be with the Lord Jesus? And Josiah wept before the Lord. He wept. He cried. Because he saw the utter evil that persisted. And you hear what God says to him? And you have rent your clothes and wept before me. I also have heard you, says the Lord. You know, God our Father in heaven reacted upon Josiah's humbling himself, repenting and crying to him for help. Yeah. He didn't stop just by what he read and heard. In Song of Solomon, we read that I sought him whom my soul loveth. And I came to the watchman of the wall. And as I just passed them, went a bit further, I found him. Young people, we need to find the Lord in his holiness and his great strength. You think everything maybe stops with your counselor. And you think, well, I've done what I had to do. No wonder you are like you are. But God waits for you to come to him. Rend your clothes. You know what's wrong in your life. You know where you are short. You know what you're hiding. And all the time, you think you, 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 your counselor takes... No, it, it needs to be there. But 
what does God say? Can he say to you, my child, I've heard your cry. Inkosi ilindewe na mundo mushuguba uze guyo utabuli ngubo zako Uvezu mtaka taka bako nukshulega wako Izo ozo ukala wako Hai kutinda bayaki tina njengo kota nekante la kpela Woze nkosi ini ebe sisha mazo kutingikzuilu kala wako Chosia needed the high priest, that's right And I hope you understand Uchosia wa imtingu mpristo mkulu nge aktemba nyakonda But the Lord says Josiah the day when you humbled yourself, when you didn't hold back anymore, when you were open with me, I heard your cry. Think of it. Think of it. No wonder his life changed. God changed his life. Utsunkulunkulu Josia, Ngeskatsu Sonde Lagimu Tabulingubo Zakwi Toba, Naguzu Kalaguako, Nabegin Jebeyamem Kulewenuako, Auktabang and Jeong Jengaloko Wenzuau Josia. And he didn't only weep. I would walk Kalanjepe. When last did you weep? Come, let me ask you. I don't mean that you sit there with an snot and trana and. When last did you weep that the Lord could hear your prayer, your seeking, your pleading with Him? Now, wonder you are in the state you are. No wonder you were running around in circles the way you are running around. What does God say of you today? When God starts to work, He corrects you. We are condis. He straightens you. We are But that's not where it ends. He builds that temple anew. That which has been taken out, he replaces with his furniture. That's if a person is serious with what God wants to do. He corrects you. He straightens you. He waits for you to come. And then he can start building your life. Yeah. And God could start working. We always think of other people what they must do, what that person must achieve, and what God must do in that person. But when last did you go on your knees and you prayed to God and you pleaded with him that you can go to your counselor, wherever it is, and say, you know what? God has shown me here. He's shown me. I've been hiding this thing in my life. This thing was wrong, but I've been going around circles in it. I was too afraid, too afraid to bring this thing to light. 
kaningi siyestawa ngutsunkulu nkulu kumele aqala asebenze kubantu abasecelena lungise lokhu kusibanibani nalokhu kuloya muntu ugcine nini wena uguqa ngamadolo ukhalela uNkulunkulu ukuba sizize yakhe impilo uye kumlungisisa uthi nakhe bengigodli lengakuvumi uNkulunkulu ngicela ngisize kuko coming back to the text buyela ke manje kule ndime sifundi so the king and the people made a covenant they made an agreement a decision lord god i and we will follow you Masibuela kule ndime sifundile abantu nenkosi bathatha isinqumo benze izivumelwane ukuthi inkosi sizokwenza lokhu wena ofuna ukuba sikwenze That which you've said in your book we will adhere to Lokhu wena inkosi okushile kule ncwadi sizokulalela bese siyakwenza And then the king approached the high priest Hokia Beseke inkosi sibhekana ke manje no Hikiliyu umpriste omkhulu And he called him You see friends we need people in our lives everybody needed needs people Dikholwa ukuthi niyaqonda abahlobo ukuthi siyabadinga abanye abantu right people around us Kodwa ke sidinga abantu abafanele abazoba seduze nabo King David stood there and God sent somebody to him Nkosu David noma yayimili busa kodwa uNkulunkulu wathumela umuntu othize kuyi inkosi And God In, in our lives it's the same thing god sends people across us to be able to help us in our time of need ngonjalo nasempilweni zethu uNkulunkulu uthumela abantu kuba bazosisiza ngesikhathi esidinga ngaso usisiza you can't get away from that awukwazi ukusuka ukubalekele lokho now these days i read a word lezinsu kungengafundizwe and it's a very very deep word izwi elijulile kakhulu The Lord said to his disciples Inkosi yathi kubafundi bayo What you bind on earth Lokhe nikubopha emhlabeni will be bound in heaven Yobe kuboshiwe nasezulwini What you loose on earth Lokhe nikukhulwe emhlabeni in heaven Yokukhululwa nasezulwini You see the importance of what God set upon them Uyakubona hayi nokubaluleka kwalokho uNkulunkulu akubeka wakutshala empilweni zabo na You who, f- who call yourselves disciples Do you understand what you have been called to and what your calling is? Nina enizibiza ngabafundi niyaqonda enenibizelwe kukho nalokho uNkulunkulani ufuna nibe kukho na What you bound on earth and there's other words he used in a later stage he says whom you forgive go read it he says it's in heaven forgiven there is such an importance what Christ has set upon his disciples Umeqala uthi lokhe nikubopha emhlabeni noma nikukhululayo ngokuqhubeka kwesikhathi bese ethene bathethelele emhlabeni bayokuthethelele Ukuba sasingadinga ukuba sizwe abanye abantu inkosi yayingeke isho lamazwi kubafundi bayo yebu Josiah waye inkosi kodwa waye mdinga umPristo omkhulu ozomsiza simele ukusebenza ndawonye sibe yithi And Josiah said to the high priest Now you go and start at the right place and that was the temple Uchosi inkosi wakhuluma nomPristo omkhulu ilikhe ukuthi hambu yoqalela kumele uqale khona etempeli make right there lungisa khona lapha etempeli And so Hilkiah and this was what really 
It moved my heart when I read what this high priest did. Any of you got time, read that chapter. He didn't only clean the temple. He didn't only take out which was wrong. He didn't only move it outside. The Bible says he burnt it. He burnt it into dust and ashes. And I think that was the secret of Josiah's life. That that which was unholy, which was wrong, wrong, that's why Josiah took all the idols out. I think you know exactly what are the idols in your life. That's why your life is not overflowing. That's why the rivers of the living water are not flowing. Tina, Usually we go and confess our sins and then the next day we take them, we put them inside our lives. But now this great priest Hilkiah said, no, it's not enough to take all these things outside and leave them outside. No, it's not enough. He said, it is better for me to burn all these things. Often we have the fire services where people bring things that they say they want to depart from those things and then those things are banned. The high priest took these things, took them out, and he dealt a death blow to them. Yeah. And not only that, he took the ashes and took them to Bethel. Bethel is where all this idolatry had started. So it wasn't enough that he only crushed it. Friends, that's the secret of our Christian life. Do a complete work. Even how difficult it is. Go through with that thing. Take it back to where it belongs. Many a times people fail. Especially what that thing it has to do with 
then you feel safe. When a person tries to help you and straighten you, then now you become angry and say, but why do you have to discipline me? You don't know who I am. A person will say, but they do not know this is my work. They do not respect me. They just do things as they like. Men and women, just go deep. It means you haven't went back to battle and destroy everything in your life that is ungodly. you so sensitive, you have long toes. If a person tries If a to person help comes and he helps you and he corrects you, let God do it. He's only taking that thing under his foot and he's crushing it in your life to dust. You hear that? To dust. And you fight against God. You fight against God. You see the only that human being that comes to you and God just crushes it. And you know what? The problem is you draw back. That's why the Bible says God has no for those that withdraw. You see? You have got to go through it. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Let God's foot crush that thing to bits and pieces. And let it return to its bed it belongs and that is hell. Otherwise you go to hell. How otherwise will God do it? How otherwise will God deal with it? He'll deal with it in the way you never expected. I told you in the beginning, God spoke to me in the, in the way I never expected it. And he'll deal with those things in our life. And he'll use people. You use people you think are hard. The people that are Unrealistic. And God says, bow. Bow and weep. When rent your clothes because of your evil heart. You've had friends. Where are they today? The people you understood yourself with so well. And maybe God has spoken long time to you. My, my child, remove those things. Remove those things out of your life, those people. Remove them. They're not a blessing. And you harden your heart. And when things are done, you're the first to point a finger. 
Jambo nkulunkulu tatu sikata ke wati mtuana wami kuduza labanga nbake mpilo nyako ngobabai stiyo. Walogu kini sinti ziyo watatu sikata sako. Nkulunkule gnengu kuti kuduza lokonga fanele mpilo nyako. Josiah maybe could have got angry. Maybe upset. Why this now? I'm still so young. This seems so impossible. Uchosiah wanga tukute lati yini kumele nende loku. Ngoba minangse mnane nje. Yini kumele kwenzi wengale nje. Wanga tukupkuni nje. Ah, they, they don't understand. Those are my friends. I still need the contact with you. Contact with them? And you know they're on the wrong path? No wonder your life is wrong. Utawabanda bako, ndabanga nbamla, bangi abatinga, kumele ntumane nabo. Utumane nabo, aukondi nukutiba pilimpile ngalungile, ezoktontele muvinga hakimpilu hakimu. And anything small happens, wherever it is, in the bush, in the factory, in the classroom, wherever it, and you get angry. You know why you get angry? Because there are idols in your life that shouldn't be there. Uma wenze gokthize la usebenza khona ngabe sesikoleni noma semsebenzini usuyathukuthela Nomusehlathini besuyathukuthela ingenxa ukuthi kuneyithixo eyikhona empilweni yakho ongayigudluzile And maybe God has said take these things out Take these things out I don't want them in your and you're always trying to always trying to have an excuse why they should be there. Oh, I love my child. Oh, my child is the only thing I've got. I've got to pray for him. I'm the mother. I'm the grandmother. God doesn't take notice of that. Abangan baka batal. Usasangene nabo. Slama ben chonchi zint. Wai tata. Wai buise labek fane ibuiswa kona. Numan ben pilim pible engolile. Ben nenzi zinto. Zotanzi nanan. Uswai leta in. Sezai fatazi nimpilo enyako. No wonder gutinjalo. Funubuyele kona. Funubuyele kona. Kona intambo enbambile. Now the question is, have you separated yourself with the old friends whom you used to do things with, stealing, living filthy life, a wicked life? Have you brought those things to the light? Have you taken those things you stole back? Now that's why your life is like what it is today. You want to go back. It's like there is a rope that is pulling you back to your old life. Why let go canyon? Why tatele on tambo? Zaba umlota, or buisum lotte move at Perale? Sing your Lugana, I mean, and I'm sange, manje na leon. It is because you haven't taken that rope and bent it until it's become ashes, and then you took it back where it belonged, and then you said, I'm separating myself from these things now, now, and I will never go back to them again. For me, this is it's such as, as an example, friends, why sometimes we struggle with things and we can't stop certain things. It's because maybe we've also the way we've dealt with them and are dealing with them. I want to tell you the story of my grandfather. We loved him. 
He loved the Lord at the end of his life. And I got his best inheritance. I got his Bibles. And friends, you know why I speak like this? If you come and look at his Bibles, how he read, how he studied, how often when he came to the mission, he would call the others and just hear what God has spoken to me. When last could you go to somebody and say, listen, can this be right? Is this the Lord? Has he spoken to me like this? God is looking for people who are alive, who have the fire of God in their lives, but now there is no fire of God in people's lives. My grandfather used to smoke a pipe. And he loved his pipe. Till the Lord started to touch his life concerning that. And God convicted him of his smoking. And he thought, well, if it's wrong, I'll take it. Took it to the garden. He dug a hole, put the pipe inside, and closed it. And he told that time, the church that was there, this is what I've done, and I thank God what I could do. I took and I buried this thing. It's gone. Hey, we had a teacher at school, I still remember. He smoked a pipe. And it was still hot. He put it into his, his, <laughs> into his pocket. As my brother still remembers that man. You know, when as a child, when you look at what older people do, sometimes you are ashamed. But he took it. I think his jacket was stinking after some time. Must have. Must have. And so the, my grandfather said, well, you know what? I've buried it. It's gone. And same day, he had such an urge. Is it the urge? His <laughs> longing for this pipe. This dirty thing. It was a fight. Must I? Must I? I buried it, it's gone. But we had dug the hole, took out the pipe, cleaned it, I smoked it again. You imagine what he must have felt. But then it dawned on him. 
does it help me just to bury it? At home we had a, you, we get these old type of toilets, drop toilet, how you call it. Yeah. But I don't want to And he said, no. If God has set me free, how can I go back to these things? It took that pipe and threw it into that drop toilet. It was the last time he ever smoked again. And friends, that is what the Lord wants to do for us. If we, if we are not completely resolute and, and ask the Lord, help me, friends, it's a dangerous path you walk. You'll always fall and you don't know the day when you will never get up again. And then my grandfather could get up with all honesty and say, it's past, it's overcome. God's grace was sufficient for me. And then sometime after that, he came here to the mission. And he called Reverend Stegan. Come. I've got five trees here. Sorry, five trees. It was slowly planted where the school's entrance was on that side. And he called the reverend and said, Come, you witness today that these trees I will plant. Five, meaning grace, never ever to go back to my old life again. And there is that grace, that witness, that I'm changed and I won't go back to that thing ever again. Why do I say all this? The devil is a roaring lion. And he's seeking and he's seeking and he finds people who haven't, haven't separated from their sin. But Helkia shows us the importance of cleansing, of purifying. And we can't get away. The world can say what they want. They can write on Twitter whatever they want. This thing you'll never change. Then you have to change the Bible. Then you have to change the Bible. God is a holy God and that will stay. Helikia 
And when you purify, you cleanse, then God can give you his best. Umushambulula, Ushanza Gonke and Gokpelele, Unkunukuluzo was Gugnigeza Gonke and Nakogushegaku. And today I want to get back to a point that we often have spoken about. And I'd like to just repeat it and make it maybe put in a different context. People, pornography, Satanism, immorality, you can't separate. Bazalwane, itombe zabangu, ukonzu satane, ubufebe, ngege lokuzu kshuganisi. Gakulu kufebe, nyakuzwa loku. Especially immorality. Maybe you do things your way. Maybe you say, no, I will do things like this or that. But you are opening the door for the devil to come and grab you and destroy you. You know how many young people and people generally are caught up in the spirit of pornography, of evil, of lust, evil eyes. And you open the door to something you never expected to happen to you. And even as married people, you start looking and, 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 and listening. Think of it, the evilness, the filth that you allow in. And then you do things which human beings should never do. No wonder you sit in where you sit. Spiritually, you aren't growing. You aren't going forward. And later you fight. Later there's disunity. Why? Somewhere the devil has gotten. And if you not turn and break and burn to ashes that thing in your life, if you don't burn it, it'll come back and more evil. In Matthew 24, uh, Matthew 12, we read of the Lord telling us and warning us, if he delivers us and an evil spirit leaves us, but we allow it and allow things that are not right in our life, friends, it gets worse. And But how can you bring in other furniture if you haven't destroyed and burned to ashes, removed that which is wrong? Because then, when you've done what you had to do, 
by bringing it to light, bringing it to the Lord's blood. The Lord can start working and putting his things into your life. The Bible says if the spirits come and find the houses swept, but there's nothing inside, it's empty. You hear? If it's empty, it's an open door. Yeah. And so it's important that God's utensils are restored in its rightful place. Then the temple becomes what it must be. Then you can pray and say, Lord, grant me your armor, your armor that will protect my life. Lord, please help me that that which is of you, that love, that patience, which comes from that joy, which comes fills my heart. When I look back when we were young, I thank the Lord because the Lord kept us busy with his things. You got such a privilege to be here. Wherever you are. What can't you all do for the Lord? Be busy with his things. Let his grace grow in your heart. Because the Lord is jealous of his temple. He's jealous of his temple because it belongs to him. When he was on earth, we have one time how he dealt with his temple, his, the physical temple. He wasn't, he was drastic. He turned things upside down. He whipped, he chased out. He says, my house is a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. Yeah. He said it must be a house of prayer. How often do you pray? No wonder the devil's things start coming into your heart. But serve the Lord and obedient to him, things of God will grow and grow stronger in your life and make you different. Don't be lazy. Don't Doubt. 
God puts something on your heart, share it. Go to the high priest. Share it. Say, this is what God expects me to do. There's a blessing on that. Then you grow in his grace. Friends, how important it is to clean God's house. So important is that God furnishes that house of his. So Josiah and Hilkiah, they went about. Read it. Here they broke down. Here they did it in such a way that it could never be used again. They defiled that place according to the heathen customs. He made sure that place is not going to be built up again. And then that wasn't the end. Then Josiah said, Hilkiah, let's Let's have and make the Passover. It was Passover time. And let's keep the Passover. It's written in his book. Surely such a Passover was not held from the days of Israel's judges even in all the days of the kings of Israel or Judah. Yeah. And that Passover we, reserve, we think of today as when Christ was crucified. That's when we come to him that he can cleanse, purify, and his power breaks the bonds of evil. But how will God help you if you've still got your pipe in your pocket and now and then you hold it out? You know it's there. Get rid of it. Make a decision. Take it to where it belongs. And so, we think of Christ who spilt his blood, his precious blood, to save us from the bonds of evil. And God never makes a mistake in this order that it comes. And he says, now, Josiah, keep this Passover. Keep it going in your life. To keep your life clean is of utmost importance. 
ugcina impilo yakhe ihlanzekile ngoko moya kuyinto ebaluleke kakhulu ngendlela ngazibonakalisa will help you never ever to go look at pornography again lokho kuzokusiza ukuthi ungayitholi futhi usubuyele muvu siyobuka ithombe zabanqumi there is no excuse akukho kuyithethelela no excuse at all akukho kulokwe uyithethelela Christ came to break to restore and to build up. Allow him to build your life. I like to end with a story. Which I read many years and I looked it up again these days. But it resembles exactly what we're talking. This happened in 1950 after Christ. Not, not 1950, sorry. Oh, sorry, go 950 PC. Yeah. It was in the German nation. This happened. You know when you read that book and you see how they lived, it thinks and thinks often when you read it, say, wow, sounds like Africa. Yeah. That time, God sent a missionary to them. And that missionary was called Landov. Two missionaries had come before that to preach to them, to that nation. But they were quickly killed. But again, God comes and shows his grace by sending another missionary. And God led it that he would stay with a certain man who had a high position, who was, so to say, a judge. So many days that he could speak about the gospel. And then this man of God asked, asked this judge, can't I speak to the nation to, or to those leading men because I want to preach the gospel? And so they agreed. But during this time, this man of God witnessed many, many different things. There was, there was a place where there were stones and altars, so to say, are made out of stones. And when he got there, he saw and witnessed how people were slaughtered, enemies were slaughtered. How cruelty, how cruelty reigned. And you know why? They had also their idols or gods, so to say. 
Their gods were Valdo and Thor. And that's why so to say they had their ancestors as well so they used to slaughter people like goats when a person is slaughtering a goat then after they are slaughtered they were thrown now when he was continuing to walk around, he saw that men were drinking alcohol. They were so drunk in a way you will not understand. So now if you worship the devil, you will do things contradicting the laws of the Lord, even the nation as well. They drunk, and then while they, they start fighting, and they fight, they kill. They say their bodies were strewn all over, people bleeding. And when it was finished, they burnt them, that's it. That was the end of the story. But that's the life of a nation that doesn't serve the living God. If you don't serve God, you serve other gods, you will end up doing things you will not understand. You will end up killing people like flies, but we must respect one another. We must behave godly. Then it came to a point where Landorf could speak to the leaders of those people. He didn't know how it will end or if they will kill him. But he told them, if you kill me, you'll see something and experience something which you've never experienced in your life. God's curse will come upon you. If people are hard, sometimes you need hard words. And it was the truth he was saying. But to make a long story short, they accepted him. And said, you can live amongst us, you can preach. So the judge and Landorf went back home. On their way back home, they passed this altar where people were slaughtered. And this had a specific Ritual in the lives of those people. That was their place where they worshipped the evil spirits. 
Deli altari lali nogwenza nezinde itize zai kondene na bantu Injela babe konza ngayo lemimoe And then it land off as they come they turn to the church Alas katsebe sondela lapu lendof lo inge wankunukulu wapendu wela kumashuli You see these stones Watimnumzane uyawabona inda mati This is where I will build the first church and you know, immediately they took those stones and threw them into the river. And then the judge said, if you finish building this church, I'll be the first one that you baptize. Why do I say all this? The devil was strong. God was almighty. God replaced those stones with the church. And never again could they go back to that place to worship the ancestors. God made a way and they were willing to do it. They took away what was old. And then he built a church. A church on this place where God was victorious over evil. Ganjalo, asimvumeleni, la usatano ube ube namaj asvumeleni ukutuches ake ukwake. So in the same way, let us allow God to build something new where the devil was mighty. Allow God to work His own mighty things. Allow Him to deal with your life. Muvumele asebenzi piloya. Even if He has to trample you to dust. Don't resist. God knows what he's doing. He wants to build his church, his temple in your life. But he doesn't want that hard head of yours. He doesn't want your will. He doesn't need your will. He wants to build his house, his temple. And let him do it. You'll be surprised what he can do through your life. Just allow him. Just start doing it. Let his fire burn away to ashes all oh, what is what is wrong. And then, let him work in the temple. Your life should change. Your life should become different. Even at home, your parents will see, you're not the same anymore. And when when you've been busy with the temple, then go around. From one room to the other. Look. The music. The clothing.
the cell phone. Makale kukui. Look through your house. Pega upegi si sendi niyako. What God doesn't want. Upega gongu kunukula ngakfung. Remove it. Ebesu ya kuzus. Don't feel sorry. Ngai tabge. It was expensive. Guti hai begu nena nel pesu. Bengzo wenzenjani ngapanje wa. God leads and guides you. Umu kunukula kola. Go to the priest. Tell him. You see here. Go to this place. What do you think? This is what I feel. There's a blessing on that. Hambuye kumpriest umchengisu uti nai lenda wenye zinde itizuti ningako uzotolis busi songalo. And remember. Besu ya kumbula. What you lose on earth, loosen on earth, in heaven, it will be loosened. That's the nice thing about working together with God's children. My young people, what does God want you to do? What does he want of your life? I told you what you wanted from my life. That was for me till today the most important thing. What does he want of your life? And it's an encouragement to say, pray, pray. God will answer prayer. He will. And you'll see how God, one person, Josiah was one king, one king, and he changed that whole situation. Allow me to hit one nail into the coffin of pornography. I don't think we can emphasize that enough. With pornography, if that is the idol in your life, it will carry sex into every situation here on earth. The most innocent, the most holy situation through pornography, it will carry sex into it. To the extent that you think, what on earth does this situation have anything to do with sex? But the sex demon will enter every aspect of human life, every relationship, every situation, whether it's at school, whether it's at work, whether it is in the church, Satan will carry sex into the church in your mind. If that is what is happening and playing in your mind, know that you are a slave to the idol of pornography. 
If you sit in church and you have to battle dirty thoughts, then know for it, uh, know for quite well that you are a slave and a worshiper of the demon and the idol of pornography. But what was the answer that we ended off with? I want to come back to the answer. answer. When you truly deal with this demon of pornography and sex, and if it's necessary, get rid of your hot pipe, the telephone, your cell phone with which you are serving this idol. If it's necessary, then do it. Yes, I know it's like losing your right hand. The Lord Jesus said, pluck out your eye, pluck out the chop of your hand, if it makes you stumble. If you do that, you'll see the opposite starting to happen. Filthy situations will become God will carry holy thoughts into your mind. You'll walk in town, you may see the most filthy magazines somewhere displayed or anything, and the holy thoughts of God's holiness will flood your mind that those things do not enter into your mind and affect you. Instead of carrying sex into normal situations, you, the God's word, will carry holy thoughts, holiness into every situation of your life. So that your heart becomes holy. Becomes the temple of God. Where God stays. Over which the angels can fly and shout, Holy Holy, holy is the Lord of gods. Allow God to do that. That was the appeal of the message this morning. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord, that you challenge the evil. We thank you for your patience and your mercy. That you are willing to walk with every person in this world the way 
ukuba wena nkosi uyathanda ukuhamba nawo wonke umuntu kuloluhambo lasemhlabeni ube naye kuzo zonke izimpi abhekana nazo oh how gracious are you not if I look at your patience with me, where you've brought me out of, patiently insisted on holiness, until I let go of my own stubbornness. How is it possible, Lord, that you are willing to walk this way, fight this battle with billions of people that are walking in this earth? And yet, once again this morning, you've called us to that life. And if you may find amongst us people who are stubborn, pig-headed, wanting to follow their own ways, please, Lord, through your Holy Spirit, convict them of their own evil. That they will bow to this message of repentance. That souls will leave the service having given in to your call. To submit to the working of your Holy Spirit. To respond to your call. To come to thee. Follow the example of this king. Get rid of the evil in our lives and allow you to create holiness in us. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen.